most people are caught up a lot in their own heads, right? They're th- when we talk about active listening, most times people are thinking about what they're going to say next, right? When we're talking about crucial conversations, most times people's judgment is clouded by emotions. And by practicing this neutral observation or neutral thinking, uh, you get to challenge your assumptions and you get to ask incisive questions and not only become a better decision maker, but you also become more relatable as a colleague and a leader. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. We're your hosts, Jack and Kara Dennison, and we're your ultimate career coaches. We're here to help you find, land, and crush your dream job. And help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like, and live authentically, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session. Welcome back to the Career Advancement Academy podcast. We're your host, Kara Dennison, and this is my partner, Jack Dennison. We are excited to be coming to you this month in November. November, our theme is mindset hacks and best practices to make sure that you are living not only your best life, but advancing in your career. Jack, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good, but we're going to be talking about a a topic that I love, and it's about how a neutral mindset will elevate your career further than, wait for it, positive thinking. That's a little bit controversial. <laughs> it is. I thought you were going to say you're feeling pretty neutral today. Is that, uh... <laughs> I love this topic. I love, love, love this topic for so many reasons. And before I let Jack dive into this, because I know that this is a topic he's passionate about, why are we so passionate about this? Well, if you have been around the social media internet for a while, you know that there's a lot of people who promote having a positive mindset, positive thinking, positivity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And unfortunately for me, when I was seeing this, I'm like, yeah, that all sounds really great, right? Like, sure, of course, a positive positivity and a positive mindset is something I want to aspire to. But when I started seeing this, it happened to be at a very low point in my life while I was uh, burning out in my career and thinking about leaving and starting this business. And I was suffering from things like depression and anxiety and panic and going and aspiring to complete positivity felt like an insurmountable mountain to climb, right? And so when it comes to living this life and then adding on a global pandemic over the last couple of years and just living day to day, our minds are sometimes our worst enemy and we go through a lot of stuff and that can lead us into some negative spirals and having to jump from complete negativity all the way over to the other spectrum of positivity. It's really difficult. And so for us, discovering a neutral mindset has really radically changed our our lives. So Jack, take it away. Tell us a little bit about this. Well, like you kind of mentioned, life uh, life is going to be what it is. And going through a pandemic was not something that uh, was positive for a lot of people. There was a lot of negative stuff. However, uh, taking a neutral mindset in a situation uh, really is kind of just making a neutral observation based off of what the facts are, what is happening, and how can you put in a game plan to be able to execute towards the goals that you're looking to uh, looking to get to 
in spite of the tough situation. In fact, uh, this theory was kind of brought together uh, by Trevor Moad, who's no longer with us and wrote this prior to his uh, loss of life uh, battling with cancer. And Really, he was writing the book while he was dealing with the battle with cancer. And part of the reason why he was able to uh, last as long as he did and be able to still impact so many lives was because he was able to stay neutral, which meant he was able to approach the situation without immediate judgment or Mm -hmm. bias, and which allowed for a more balanced decision making. And what he asked his doctors when he found out about his prognosis was, what's the plan? How do we solve this? What can we do? Because he knew by beating himself up, by feeling sorry for himself, by choosing to go into a poor me state or into asking why this happened, all that was going to do was take the energy that he had left and not put it into the game plan moving forward. So this is why neutral observation can lead to better decision making when in the workplace, because the workplace isn't a place of constant positivity. It's a place of ups and downs, dealing with what is right in front of us. So really staying neutral can help us avoid impulsive reactions. And impulsive reactions in the workplace, let's face it, it leads to misunderstandings. It causes conflicts. It creates missed opportunities because we get blinders on. There are so many things that can happen when we're not staying neutral and approaching the situation. Absolutely. Uh, So, I mean... If you don't mind, what I'm hearing is that when we're not in a neutral mindset, when we're kind of either falling on that negative thing, or if we're having good days and we're falling positive, what tends to happen is when we're making those decisions, those decisions are more made kind of emotionally, right? Yeah. They tend to be more uh, based in the emotion of how we're feeling in that moment. Right. And I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling certain way right now and I'm making a long-term or even a short-term decision... That decision is a decision that I'm making for a future state of myself, right? And that emotion that I'm feeling now is not necessarily how I'm going to be feeling then, right? But what I have observed as we practice this neutral mindset is if you can get yourself into a neutral place where you're now eliminating that judgment, those biases, and you're more balanced you can be in that place where you're making a decision that's in your best interest, no matter what your emotions are in the future. Is that kind of right? That's exactly right. You want an example? Yeah, please. Of course. <laughs> so we we like to talk about careers here, right? So yeah. uh, let, here, here's a quick example. We've got performance reviews coming up and stay tuned to next month because we're going to be talking all about how to better your career with those performance reviews coming up and how to kind of go through that process mm-hmm. to set yourself up for continued success. But let's just continue the thought example. So you're going into your performance review. You get potentially put on a PIP, right? A performance improvement plan. That's not ideal. That's not a good situation by any means. But guess what? You still have your job. You still have a paycheck. You still have an opportunity to change things. So instead of looking at it like, oh, I've got a performance improvement. I'm mad at my boss. I can't believe they didn't see my value this past year or over the last couple of months. Instead of doing that, sitting down and saying, okay, This is the situation. I'm on a performance improvement plan. I probably got anywhere between three and six months to either get coached up or coached out. And what I should do is I should get on the same side of the table with my manager to say, okay, what is the plan of action to get me off of this? How can I showcase my value better to this department, to this organization? Where can I improve? Where are the areas in which you might be able to provide some guidance for me uh, so that I can make sure I'm on the right track? 
potentially maybe setting a bi-weekly check-in with your manager just to make sure you are hitting their goals, to make sure you are on top of the things that they want you to be on top of so things don't slip through the cracks. That is putting a neutral approach to a tough situation because we've just asked ourselves, what is the situation? How can I enact a strategy to be able to move forward towards the goal of eventual, obviously getting off of that performance improvement plan. Right. And with this example, how I kind of want to approach it with a negative mindset, positive mindset, and a neutral mindset, if you don't mind, is when you're in, when you're allowing emotions to kind of rule those decision-making, right? If you're in a situation like Jack said, a performance improvement plan that you go into that performance review, if you're allowing yourself to sink into that negative mindset, right? it's easy for those emotions to come up. It's easy for us to immediately react and potentially create a situation or make a decision that maybe you tomorrow or you a week from now or you a year from now kind of regret, right? And we're like, oh man, I wish I hadn't. So I don't like that. I I actually kind of did something like that in my last job, um, a mistake where should I tell it? Should, uh, I, should okay. I tell it? Okay. So basically I was up for, uh, I was up for a salary increase and I didn't like the salary increase based off of the results that I was able to drive. But instead of going to my direct manager, I got emotional and I, I, I was just like, you know what? I'm setting a call with my HR business partner. I'm setting a meeting and I went and I directly said it. But then after that meeting, I was actually reached out by my direct manager who came to me and said, Jack, if you weren't happy with the increase, you should have just come to me. I would have gone and done that fight for you. I would have. And guess what happened? Well, after I had that conversation with my hiring manager, she went to our leader in that department, had the conversation and then got me what I was looking for. That was a big learning lesson, right? Mm -hmm. That was a big learning. So when we're negative, when we make those decisions, sometimes they're not the best decision for us. They're not, they're not able to, when our emotions are clouding our thinking, we're not able to see the big picture. We're not able to zoom out and see all of the opportunities around us. Or when we're trying to practice a positive mindset, right? And those negative situations happen, like, let's be honest, right? Hey, I'm going to be a positive. It's going to be a great day. And then we're in a situation where, let's be honest, shit happens and life is about that stuff happening. We're going to deny our our feelings, right? We're going to make other decisions and we're going to potentially allow people to step over our boundaries, fall into people pleasing, et cetera, which is also not a great move, right? So what we're trying to say is, is that your emotions are valid. They really are. But in the moment, how can you get to a neutral place to put your emotions aside for a second so that you can process them when you are more able and you can be more intentional in that processing? Because for Jack's example, a performance improvement plan, that sucks, right? But in that moment, if you have practiced the skill of getting to a neutral mindset where you say, okay, this is what it is. I am not going to let my emotions rule me. I'm not going to let biases come in right now. I am going to be in a in an observing sort of mindset where I can get curious as to what my steps are moving forward. That's going to set you up for success. You can ask the right questions. You can get curious. You can observe what your strategies and opportunities are moving forward. And then when you're out of that situation, then you can process your emotions as you need, right? I love that because then this way, we're not shutting down the emotions. We're just setting them aside. We're acknowledging them. We're going to set them aside to a time where we can't actually give them uh, 
the time and due uh, attention they deserve. And let's just touch on that for a second, right? When we're we're trying to constantly be in positivity, but we fall in negativity and we're up and down, up and down like a roller coaster. There's something very important about giving our emotions the time and energy that they deserve to be processed, right? Because I'm going to use Jack's example again. If you're in a situation where you go into a performance meeting and you get put on a performance improvement plan and you maybe weren't expecting it, if you allow yourself to be ruled by those emotions, you're trying to process those emotions and have a step forward. And you're only giving attention to your emotions in a non-intentional way. And you're letting those emotions control you, right? What we're trying to say is, okay, not ignore, set aside for a second, focus on the next steps, and then be intentional. Have that two-minute funeral. Grieve the fact that things did not go your way in a place where you can take care of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we're kind of trying to say here. I love that. And, And that's why it's so important. To, as we kind of move on with this topic to, to really ask yourself questions. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to ask ourselves insightful and neutral questions to lead to gaining additional clarity, which helps us increase that problem solving efficiency. It, it's really at the heart of neutrality. It's allowing us to have that at the forefront so that we can continue to ask ourselves, hey, why, what, why did this happen? What do I need to do? And what is my plan of action moving forward? And doing this and practicing this in the small moments, right? In little interactions with other people is going to help build that skill so that in the big moments, you're going to be much better at this. So here are some actionable tips in order to help practice that neutral observation. One of the best gifts that you can always give yourself is that pause. It's mm-hmm. it's a one to three second pause. And when you're pausing, when someone is communicating with you and potentially you're feeling those emotions come up or feeling triggered or whatever, right? You can ask yourself, am I reacting emotionally or am I observing objectively right now? This is going to help you switch into that logical mindset or that emotional mindset, depending on the situation and help you acknowledge the emotions and then put them aside if you need to. I love that. And I, I think really we we other things we need to make sure we do is we're actively listening. We need to gather the right information, but we also need to challenge our own assumptions and beliefs around what is happening because uh, we all have our own uh, subjective view of what's happening in the world. And sometimes uh, our mind will uh, make us the reason, the fault, and sometimes there is no fault. It's just how it is. It is. And that's actually one of the quotes uh, from uh, the book uh, of getting to neutral takes what it takes. It is what it is sometimes. And you have to be able to overcome whatever it is in front of you. One more thing about that is being aware of your biases and challenging them. The biases could be those limiting beliefs that maybe got you to where you are, but maybe aren't serving you where you are right now. Asking yourself if that judgment, that that initial judgment is based on facts assumptions or those biases that you're carrying that might not be yours. They might have been passed down to you, right? I want to, if you're not subscribed to our Optimized Career Solutions YouTube channel, make sure to do that because tomorrow I'm dropping a video on the curiosity mindset and how the curiosity mindset can help us get curious on our own biases and limiting beliefs, how to get curious about them 
and move forward in order to practice this neutral mindset. That's one of your specialties. It is. I really, I really enjoy doing it. So now we're going to be kind of talking about types of questions that we can ask ourselves, like the ask, the art of asking ourselves neutral questions, uh, because uh, there, there's actually a study from the National Library of Medicine uh, that asking the question why is crucial, because especially in a team environment, because it aligns the team members and leaders, increasing the odds of success and crafting that compelling why often involves debate and effort. And that's usually something that when we're just kind of running from thing to thing, we don't necessarily want to take the time to do. But one really cool thing that I wanted to touch on with this neutrality is what you're doing is you're training your brain to think in a different way. You're you're giving yourself new neural pathways to get to where you want to go, which is why it's going to feel a little clunky when you attempt to do it the first couple of times. It's kind of like picking up a pen and writing with your opposite uh, hand. And we need to make sure that we use that opposite hand as much as possible to make it feel more normal in the brain when we're attempting to, to do this neutral thinking. So some insightful questions that you could ask yourself, asking yourself questions like shining the light in the dark helps us uncover those hidden opportunities to find those solutions. So Kara, what's an example of a powerful question you've asked yourself? Sure. So questions that I've asked myself is why am I reacting this way? When was the first time that I started reacting this way? What is it about this situation that is causing this emotion? Furthermore, what is the emotion that's bringing up? right? My next question is that I like to ask myself, and these are my two favorite questions is where's the opportunity here? And what's the next step? There are some questions that you can ask in a professional setting, because most of the time that you're going to be practicing this neutral mindset is going to be with other people, right? Because when you're alone and these emotions come up, it's okay to address them right as they are, if you have the time, right? But when you are in a professional situation and with your team or with leaders or coworkers, it's a great way to help other people uh, get curious as well about their own biases and your own in order to get to those opportunities in that next step. And some of those questions could be, what's the underlying issue we're trying to solve here? I like that one. How can we improve this process to achieve better results? Ooh right? Because we're focusing on the process, not the the person, right? What can we learn from this experience to apply to in future endeavors or future situations? And then also what resources or support do I need to excel in my current role? That's a question you can ask yourself because it's talking about tools and asking you what you need in order to move forward. These questions, they really stimulate that critical thinking and they help guide you towards those productive outcomes, which is a really great uh, product of that neutral thinking, right? I think there's also another layer to this, really, once you start doing it, is you start enacting that like you're going to talk about tomorrow, that curiosity driven approach Mm -hmm. and make sure you check that out tomorrow on that full length YouTube video, going into curiosity mindset to break biases, make sure you embrace that in curiosity mindset, check it out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But we also need to be able to ask open-ended questions, right? Instead of asking just yes or no, we need to ask open-ended ones to encourage those in-depth thought responses. Uh, So you can ask your team, like, how do we improve our client experience instead of, is our client experience okay? 
right? Like that's a great example because uh, client experience, it might be an ambiguous answer if we just go as our client experience. Okay. Some person might say yes. Some person might say no. But if we ask, how do we improve? Now we're actually getting to the heart of what can we do that we're not doing right now? Exactly. One of the most critical pieces of a neutral mindset, and I'm I'm always going to be such a huge advocate of this is listening actively, active listening, right? Um, Another way to say this is listening intensely, right? So paying attention to the answers that you're receiving from other people. This also, this most of the time was always going to lead to more insightful follow-up questions, right? Actively listening is more than just hearing the words, right? That are spoken to you and then thinking about what you're going to respond. It's about engaging, understanding, and responding in a way intentionally that makes the other person feel heard. It's super powerful during interviews. It's super powerful during team meetings. It also leads to additional follow-up questions that maybe haven't been considered in the past. And this is why when we're leaving kind of emotions at the door, we're practicing that neutral curiosity type mindset more productivity, more opportunities, more strategy, um, more efficiency, more creativity and innovation is bred in these types of teams and these types of individuals because they are allowing that space in that neutral mindset to think of those opportunities. I love it. So really what's an action step right now that you can take I would like you to try to identify a conversation that you were involved in maybe in the past couple of weeks that wasn't neutral. Take the time to kind of dissect and just reflect on it and say to yourself, why, why do I believe this? What evidence supports this? Where might the other person might potentially be correct? Right. And that's allowing us to uh, really kind of gather all the facts and asking What's true? We're asking what is true of the situation? What's true within us? What is potentially true within that other person? And we're gathering all the facts so that this way we're not, uh, we're not ignoring certain aspects of the entire situation. You know, Jack, I had this visualization while you were saying this of being a detective, Mm. right? A neutral mindset is being an observer. It's being that detective. It's putting our own biases, our own assumptions, our own expectations at the door in order to be that detective, that seeker of information, that observer to in, to ensure that we're gaining knowledge, gaining information to make the best decisions, not just for us, but for the people around us. And far too often what I have seen in the corporate setting and working with people is that most people are caught up a lot in their own heads, right? They're th- when we talk about active listening, most times people are thinking about what they're going to say next, right? When we're talking about crucial conversations, most times people's judgment is clouded by emotions. But when you are in a conversation with someone who has a neutral mindset, who has dropped those defenses and those biases and that emotion or those expectations and assumptions of you, they're able to be able to see you as you are, listen to you and create beautiful, incredible uh, ways forward and strategies and opportunities 
because of the fact that you have met each other at a very neutral place and you are coming together simply to seek information and to find a way forward. And this is why we're so passionate about it because this is how Jack and I want to show up for you and for our clients or for anyone who wants to speak with us and who may be struggling in their career and advancing in their career is because we want to drop any assumptions or expectations of you and meet you where you are. And in order to do that, we can't bring any of our stuff into this thing. And we find that it has been extremely helpful for people, especially in job searches, so that they can drop any emotions, expectations, resentments, emo- whatever, and go into interviews with a neutral mindset to gather as much information. And that sets them up to be the most strategic candidate in the candidate pool. I love it. I love how you tied it all together there. So (laughs) I I guess from that standpoint, just remember the most effective professionals are not those who simply react, but those who respond with informed, balanced perspectives. And by practicing this neutral observation or neutral thinking, uh, you get to challenge your assumptions and you get to ask incisive questions and not only become a better decision maker, but you also become more relatable as a colleague and a leader. Mm -hmm. Imagine the transformation that could happen. Just simply imagine, like Jack said, a conversation that you had recently that maybe you were like, oh, maybe, maybe I wish it had gone differently. And how entering that conversation without the baggage of expectations, assumptions, emotions, all that other stuff could have had that conversation go a little bit differently. Listen, if you found value in this episode, don't forget to subscribe to us, the Career Advancement Academy podcast on your favorite platform. Also make sure to hop over onto YouTube and subscribe to the Optimized Career Solutions channel. We drop the recordings of these podcasts on that channel every single Wednesday. So make sure to check out our beautiful faces every Wednesday there. And on Thursday, I drop a full length video to continue the education and to make sure that you are living your best life, both in your personal and professional career. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about how you can develop your curiosity mindset and take this to the next level to break some biases and make sure that you are being your best self. I hope you have an excellent week. Make sure to share this with a friend who might be struggling or who might also want to adopt the neutral mindset. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizedcareersolutions.com to learn more.